Greetings, my name is Stan Prager from the Regarp Book Blog, www.regarp.com. Today's podcast features my review of A History of Crete by Chris Murray. Myth has it that before he became king of Athens, Theseus went to Crete and slew the Minotaur, a creature half man and half bull that roamed the labyrinth at Knossos. According to Homer's Iliad, Idomeneos, king of Crete, was one of the top-ranked generals of the Greek alliance in the Trojan War. But long before the legends and the literature, Crete hosted Europe's most advanced early Bronze Age civilization, dubbed the Minoan, which was then overrun and absorbed by the Mycenaean Greeks that are later said to have made war at Troy. Minoan civilization flourished circa 3000 BCE to 1450 BCE when the Mycenaeans moved in. What remains of the Minoans are magnificent ruins of palace complexes, brilliantly rendered frescoes depicting dolphins, bull-leaping lads, and bare-breasted maidens, and a still yet undeciphered script known as Linear A. The deepest roots of Western civilization run to the ancient Hellenes, so much so that some historians proclaim the Greeks the grandfathers of the modern West. If that is true, then the Minoans of Crete were the grandfathers of the Greeks. Unfortunately, if you want to learn more about the Minoans, do not turn to A History of Crete by former educator Chris Murray, an ambitious, if too often dull, work that affords this landmark civilization a mere 22 pages. Of course, the author has every right to emphasize what he deems most relevant, but the reader also has a right to feel misled, especially as the jacket cover sports a bull-leaping scene from a Minoan fresco. And it isn't only the Minoans that are bypassed. Murray's treatment of Crete's glorious ancient past is at best superficial. After a promising start that touches on recent discoveries of Paleolithic hand axes, he fast forwards at a dizzying rate. Minoan civilization ends on page 39. More than a thousand years of Greek dominance concludes on page 66, and Roman rule is over by page 84. Thus begins the long saga of Crete as a relative backwater under the sway of distant colonial masters. I am not certain what the author's strategy was, but it appears that his goal was to divide Crete's long history into equal segments, an awkward tactic akin to a biographer of Lincoln lending equal time to his rail splitting and his presidency. At any rate, much of the story is simply not all that interesting the way Murray tells it. In fact, too much of it reads like an expanded Wikipedia entry, while subheadings too frequently serve as unwelcome interrupts to a narrative that generally tends to be stilted and colorless. The result is a chronological report of facts about people and events, conspicuously absent the analysis and interpretation critical to a historical treatment. Moreover, the author's voice lacks enthusiasm and remains maddeningly neutral, whether the topic is tax collection or captive rebels impaled on hooks. As the chronicle plods across the many centuries, there is also a lack of connective tissue so the reader never really gets a sense of what distinguishes the people of Crete from people anywhere else. What are their salient characteristics? What is the cultural glue that bonds them together? We never really find out. To be fair, there is a lot of information here, and Murray is not a bad writer, just an uninspired one. Could this be because the book is directed at a scholarly rather than a popular audience, and academic writing by its nature can often be stultifying? That's one possibility. But is it even a scholarly work? The endnotes are slim, and few point to primary sources. A History of Crete is a broad survey that may serve as a useful reference for those seeking a concise study of the island's past, but it seems like an opportunity missed. 
In the final paragraph, the author concludes, in spite of all difficulties, it is likely the spirit of Crete will survive. What is the spirit of Crete he speaks of? Whatever it may be, the reader must look elsewhere to find out. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. I encourage you to share it in your network. Many more reviews on an eclectic array of fiction and nonfiction books are available at regarp.com and regarpbookblogpod.com. Have a great day.